Hi everyone and welcome back to True Time. Today's episode is about how a toxic relationship ended in murder. This is the story of Ryan Poston and Shayna Hubers. Everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of True Time. We would like to formally welcome you. <laughs> so we hope you all had a really good Thanksgiving holiday, yes. a nice relaxing weekend. Chilled out, ate some food, had fun with the fam. All the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we are actually pre-recording this, so we... Hope you all had a good holiday. We'll share more about our Berlin trip when we get the chance on when our it actually next week's yeah. episode. Yeah, so we're just getting a little bit ahead. It's that holiday season, so yeah. Don't really want to travel with a bunch of equipment. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be traveling and everything during when we normally record. So we want to make sure you guys have an episode and. We're getting it on for yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah, we have fun doing the episodes and don't really want to miss a week, too. Yeah. Want to keep it consistent, so. Yeah, it's super important to us that we always have a new, exciting episode for you guys to listen to, no matter what is going on. So, that's mm-hmm. definitely one of our big goals. Yeah. Yeah. Avery's been grinding out episodes writing like a whole podcast in a day yeah it's actually gotten a lot easier in the beginning it was pretty difficult and like kind of scary thinking how i was going to gather all the information to come up with an interesting episode but you kind of realize when you search a case how to like sort through the coverage and if it's going to be solid to actually come up with a good amount of time and so it's actually slowly getting easier i still run into um the issue of not always knowing a case to pick so i'll stare at like multiple cases for hours trying to decide so if you guys have any recommendations please send them to me i'm in the process of beginning to work on a case that was recommended to me and we have some kind of hopefully exciting um parts to that that we will soon let you guys know about but yeah so overall i'm super excited to get started on that but if you guys have any recommendations please let me know because i of course want to cover things that you guys find interesting and that you want to hear about yeah yeah and we check the dms like every day pretty much yeah as close as possible so yeah um i think Kind of the only recap news is I have a TikTok up on my personal TikTok, Avery Hamill. I know I mentioned it in the past week's episode, but it is officially up. So I'll just shout it out again. Go watch our Christmas market video. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure we'll have traveling Berlin content yeah. up. So yeah. And of course, as always, the regular true time content as well. So Please go support our pages. It really helps us out so, so much. Please continue to share with your friends and your family because that is how we will be able to 
make our little podcast grow. It'll, we owe it all to you guys. So we appreciate any of your help. Yeah. And, uh, our podcast pages are at true time podcast, all of our pages. And then your personals are at Avery E. Hamill. Yes. The E stands for Elizabeth, my middle name. So in case you were wondering, there's a fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, you just blew my mind. That was so fun. Thanks a lot. (laughs) All right. Dylan's middle name is Michael. Okay, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, let's get into this week's case. Yes, please. All right. So this case begins in 2011 when Ryan Poston was scrolling on Facebook and he came across pictures of Shayna Hubers in her bikini on spring break. Ryan, being initially attracted to her, decided to reach out and shortly after they began dating. So for some backstory, Ryan Poston was a 29-year-old attorney working in Cincinnati, Ohio and lived in Highland Heights, Kentucky. He was originally from Fort Mitchell, Kentucky, but he grew up attending school all around the world. When he was in high school, he attended the International School Manila in the Philippines and the International School of Geneva in Switzerland. He went on to triple major in history, political science, and geography at Indiana University. Lastly, he attended Northern Kentucky University's Law School. Damn, this dude has done it all. Yeah, very well-rounded, extremely smart. Man, he's lived a life just in his early 20s. Yeah. That's insane. That sounds like a great time. Yeah, oh, for sure. I couldn't even, I mean, we've gotten to travel and grow up around some of this different cultures and stuff but yeah he definitely had experienced a lot so that's cool cool. yeah and even with all his studies and travels ryan was still extremely close with his family he had three younger half sisters since his parents had divorced when he was younger and his mom remarried but they all still shared a really strong bond ryan was also extremely close with his father jay polston Ryan was Jay's only child. Jay would frequently come over to Ryan's apartment to help him out with chores and to sit and have deep conversations about various topics. Jay said, quote, Since Ryan's birth, I gauged my well-being by his. My plan in life was always I would be with my son. I would be a doting grandfather, and that was my whole focus, according to Cincinnati.com. Sounds like a good dad. Yeah, they had a really, really good relationship. That's good, because it seems like when parents get divorced a lot, maybe that relationship deteriorates a little bit and can cause, I don't know, some issues with the children and then the parents, but it's actually good. Yeah, and this blended family got along extremely well and shared various holidays and other celebrations together. Nice. Even like Jay's half-sisters, or sorry, Ryan's half-sisters would call his dad like Uncle Jay and stuff. They were a really close family. That's awesome. Yeah. So Shayna Hubers was a 21-year-old grad student at the time. She had attended the University of Kentucky where she studied psychology and she was continuing her education by earning a master's degree in school counseling. 
They were considered to be an attractive couple with ambitions, but of course, not everything people saw on the outside is what it seemed. Ryan and Shayna had an extremely unstable relationship that was toxic from the start. The couple dated for about a year and a half, but they broke up and got back together frequently during that time. All of their friends knew a lot of the details and emotions involved in the relationship since they both frequently texted their friends about what was going on and how they were feeling. Their friends knew they were not right for each other. Ryan supposedly knew early on that he wasn't interested in pursuing their relationship, but he just couldn't bring himself to end things for good. Some of Ryan's friends said, quote, he just wasn't able to break up. He was too nice didn't want to hurt her feelings, end quote, according to grunge.com. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I know. Another friend. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll keep going. (laughs) Another friend named Brian Stewart told abcnews.com that, quote, he did feel duty bound to let her down easy, end quote. Shayna had texted one of her friends, quote, he says he is only with me because I make him feel so awful when I cry. My love has turned to hate, end quote. Oh, God. Ryan's friends felt that Shayna was weirdly obsessed with him and that she refused to listen to him and take no for an answer. That she would do whatever it took to stay together forever, according to grunge.com. So by this point, things in their relationship are just getting scary. Shayna would show up unannounced frequently at Ryan's condo in Highland Heights. In a text Ryan had sent to a friend, he stated, quote, she dresses up looking pretty and she just shows up. She doesn't leave, end quote, according to Cincinnati.com. Another text Ryan has sent his cousin stated, quote, this is getting to be restraining order level crazy. She's shown up at my condo like three times and refuses to leave each time, end quote. Also, according to grunge.com. Cincinnati.com reported that any time they would break up, she would log into his Facebook and start blocking random women as well. What the heck? Yeah, I know. It's insane. That's when you change your password. Yeah. A text from Ryan to Shayna on August 25th, 2012, showed that he had seen a picture of her with another guy in Lexington, Kentucky, when she said she was going to be in Indianapolis. He responded with, quote, you need a lot more validation and affection from men than I can give, end quote, according to CincinnatiNews.com. Oh, damn. Shayna would also do immature things like text Ryan with a phone number of one of her friends saying things like, quote, lose the beer gut and get better at your job, end quote, according to Cincinnati.com. That's so mean. It's just so immature. Like, that's something I feel like people would do in middle school. I mean, not even that harsh. Like texting boys from random phone numbers. I wasn't in those circles. I, I don't know. I feel I like that just sounds like, I mean, I didn't do anything like that, but I just feel like that sounds like Well, childish. yeah, it's a very immature thing. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just what I was saying. But um, one day, Shayna showed up again and refused to leave. So at 1230 in the middle of the night, Ryan showed up at his dad's home with a bag packed, asking to stay the night. His dad recalls hearing his phone go off all night since Shayna would not leave him alone. Jay told Cincinnati.com that, quote, Peter, this is Ryan's stepfather's name, Mm -hmm. and I, Jay, 
told him over and over, this girl needs to go, but be nice. Always be respectful, always be nice, because it speaks to who you are as a man, end quote. On October 12th, 2012, Ryan was ready to take his dad and friend's advice and put an end to his and Shana's relationship for good. It's also on your birthday. <laughs> There's been so many cases. I know, it's kind of weird. Relations to me, whether it's places or dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, weird. I've kind of discovered that too. Like almost every episode I've written... I've, like you said, it's either to you or to me. There's some weird location, some date. It's always like been somehow in a weird loop. Like it ends up being connected to something personal to me. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> but yeah. So this would have been, I, you would have been turning 14? What year was this? 2012. I'd be, yeah. Yeah, like 14. So finally he told Shayna that they were done. It was actually that night that he had a date plan with Audrey Bolt, Miss Ohio 2012. Oh, my. Yeah, quite the upgrade (laughs) for sure. Audrey Bolt said that they, quote, were going to meet at a local bar and grab a few drinks and play pool and just have a low-key fun time, end quote, according to grunge.com. As Ryan was getting ready for his date that evening, Once again, Shayna showed up unannounced. We'll never know what truly unfolded, but there was some type of altercation because what happened next was a 911 call. Shayna called the police, saying she had just shot her boyfriend. Oh. In the 911 call, she was in extreme distress and said, quote, He was right in front of me, and he reached down and grabbed the gun, and I grabbed it out of his hands and pulled the trigger, end quote according to grunge.com. Why did she have a gun? So, he had the gun. Oh. It was his gun. I thought you said she had the gun. He tried to grab the gun. No. it. I said he had the gun. She grabbed it out oh. of his hands. Hmm. Yeah, I'll explain yeah. where the gun came from for okay. sure. Okay. But she had shot him six times with one of Ryan's guns. Mm-hmm. According to abcnews.com, guns were one of Ryan's hobbies, and his friends said that he had, quote, artillery vests hung next to his ties, and bullets shared a cabinet with board games, end quote. (laughs) So, big gun fan. Yeah. It was also discovered that she didn't even call 911 until 10 to 15 minutes after he had been shot. Mm. Her story was that this was self-defense. Once the police arrived, they took Shayna into questioning, and the interview is extremely off-putting. As always, I will post the videos that I can onto our True Time social media pages, and I'm going to explain the key points and what Shayna said, but you have to go hear it for yourself as well, because it's insane to see how she acted in the interview room. As soon as she arrived, Shayna was read her Miranda rights, and she requested an attorney which is usually the point someone would stop talking, but she didn't. She continued to tell police all about what happened and how she shot Ryan, according to abcnews.com. In one of the last clips, Shayna said, quote, 
I knew he was going to die or have a completely deformed face. He's very vain. One of our last conversations we had that was good was that he wants to get a nose job. And I shot him right here. I gave him his nose job he wanted. I broke it. Oh my God. According to abcnews.com and heavy.com. Yeah. What the hell? Mm Mm-hmm. She's Absolutely. like obsessed with him, but like in a such a messed up way. Delusional. Yeah, she's like calling him fat and talking about his nose, and but then she's like obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. This makes no sense. Exactly. She explained how once she shot him and could tell he was going to die since he started quote twitching, so she shot him again so he didn't have to suffer. Shana made it clear that she didn't feel like she should go to prison when she said, quote, I don't think I deserve to go to prison. I feel like my character should be looked at by people who know him and know me and be able to say Shana is a good person, end quote, according to grudge.com. <laughs> She's so delusional. Literally. Like, that's absolutely not how this works. Well, not even that, but she's not a good person. No, she's not. I mean, not. I can't say that. Like, but from what it sounds like. Yeah, for sure. Everything in the details doesn't sound like it. Yeah. She also said, quote, if you go to jail, are you allowed to keep your phone? Can you shower there or do you just get really dirty? I have to shower in front of people, according to abcnews.com. Oh, my. Even weirder, she said while laughing, I don't know if anyone will ever want to marry me if they know that I killed a boyfriend in self-defense. Not funny. And, quote, I have two papers due Monday that I haven't, doesn't matter now, end quote. Bro. Yeah. Like, if you had actually killed your boyfriend in a self-defense altercation, I would assume those wouldn't be your top priorities i don't understand her personality this sounds so weird mm-hmm. it was it's so weird to watch too like is she, she on drugs no like it sounds like her brain is not working right i know it's not <laughs> but as if that wasn't enough when she was alone in the interrogation room she began to dance around the room and sing the song amazing grace and said quote I did it. Yes, I did it. I can't believe I did that. End quote. According to a video posted by CBSnews.com. What the hell? Yeah. She's just twirling and snapping and like humming and singing Amazing Grace. So she's way off the deep end. Yes, absolutely. It's like, it's kind of like it feels almost sick. It's like, oh my gosh, like that doesn't feel like something real. Yeah, that that literally sounds like a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Like some, like those. That have you ever seen the movie The Crazies? No, I haven't. Okay, well, it's like something in the air travels, and like when it infects people, they just like go insane and start murdering people, and like don't like. I mean, that's their only goal. Oh. It sounds like her. She has like got infected by something, just yeah, went she, like insane, and yeah, it definitely sounds similar because it's. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't even have words. Like, watching the videos, it just makes you feel wrong. It's just hard to imagine what's going on there. And even all the... Even all the what? Like, all the police who were, like, sitting there watching it said they were just shocked. Like, no words. 
It's she, sort of weird. Oh, sorry. No, you can go ahead. I thought you were done because you didn't. Well, I just them. thought of it. Like, <laughs> it's sort of weird that because all the cases so far have been like males killing females. Yeah. And like, they're always crazy, of course. Mm -hmm. But it's even weirder to see it like as a woman. Yeah. I don't know, you don't really expe expect that. I know. This much. is the first time we've ever had a case like this. It's definitely one of the most different cases we've ever talked about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's. It is interesting to kind of see a different perspective, mm -hmm. but she still continued to claim that her actions were entirely out of self-defense, but her story just didn't make any sense. That rhymed and not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> for starters, she had no physical signs of abuse except for one small bruise on her wrist, but she tried to tell police that, quote, he was throwing me around the room, like picking me up and like had my face and stuff, end quote, according to grunge.com. <laughs> she even tried to say during their fight he ran to lock himself in a room, which left police wondering why someone supposedly doing the attacking would try to hide. Yeah. Shayna said that Ryan threw her into the bookcase in the condo, but the police didn't find any signs of that occurring, especially since one of the photos of the bookcase at the crime scene shows multiple bullets standing up in a line, and those most likely would have been knocked over. Mm-hmm. After spending a few hours talking with the police, Shayna Hubers was charged with the murder of Ryan Polston. Shayna's trial was finally held almost two and a half years later after Ryan's murder in April of 2015. The trial unveiled even more disturbing evidence that this was not an act of self-defense. For starters, a few weeks before the murder, Ryan and Shayna had gone to the shooting range and she texted one of her friends saying, quote, when I go to the shooting range with Ryan tonight, I want to turn around and shoot him and kill him and play like it's an accident, end quote. Bro. She also initially tried to claim that she had no idea Ryan was about to go on a date with Miss Ohio. However, her phone revealed that in a deleted folder were screenshots of Audrey Bolt. And her friend didn't say, like call the cops or anything? Like No. In that interview like where um, I read that quote, her friend had said like she wished she had taken it more seriously and had said something, but... Yeah, I'm not sure how close she is with that girl, like yeah. that friend, but because sometimes your friends will say something and you're just like, oh, I mean, she's sort of crazy, but she, yeah. like, she wouldn't do something like that. I mean, it's extremely like not funny to joke about it since this is the outcome but i know i've people kind of like it's just a normal thing to be like oh my gosh don't hit me or don't do that i'm gonna kill you and yeah. you like don't realize how much weight there actually is in a, that sentence like it's not funny and it's like just kind of like a catchphrase sometimes like something people joke around with and then something like this happens so yeah as a friend and you read that why would you ever assume, you know, yeah. that your friend would do something like that? Yeah. I couldn't, you just probably brush it off and they knew their relationship wasn't healthy. So it mm. is sad to see though that she said things like that and she meant them. Yeah, seriously. The day of the murder, Shayna had been texting Ryan that she was heading to the hospital with her mom because of pain she was having in her heart and was going to need to be put on medication. So 
She tried to claim she had no idea about Miss Ohio. But the day of, she started texting Ryan that she was sick. Yeah. While Shayna did meet up with her mom to go shopping and have lunch, she did not go to the hospital. Instead, what her search history revealed was that she had looked up hypertension symptoms and the types of medicines used to treat it, according to Cincinnati.com. <laughs> so just all around trying to continue to guilt him, most likely into canceling the date, even though she claimed to know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. At the end of April 2015, Shayna was found guilty for Ryan's murder and was sentenced to 40 years in prison. Damn. A psychologist on the case stated that Shayna was a narcissist, according to Grunge.com. Shayna still tried to claim that this was an act of domestic violence and that she wasn't guilty, but that didn't change the judge's mind either because he did not believe her. She would have been eligible for parole after 20 years of her sentence. However, this is not the end. Shayna was able to appeal for a retrial in 2016. This is because one of the jurors on the previous trial had actually been a felon, which a law in the state of Kentucky prohibits felons from sitting on a jury. One of the lawyers on Shayna's case realized this because she actually represented that juror in 1992, according to grunge.com. Right before her retrial in June of 2018, Shayna actually got married in a two-minute jailhouse ceremony to Unique Taylor, a transgender woman who had been in prison for 14 years. However, the marriage wouldn't last long, only under a year, since Taylor was transferred to another facility in Tennessee due to another warrant, and the two were divorced by the beginning of 2019. What is happening? I know, just this crazy random detail in the middle of all this. Oh, what the hell? I don't even know. She, it sounds like she just wants to marry anyone or just just wants attention. So, being a narcissist. Yeah. Like, I that. That diagnosis is very obvious. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Her second trial began in August of 2018. However, this second chance for her changed nothing. It only took the jury five hours to once again confirm that she was guilty. However, this time giving her a life sentence. Oh, damn. But she still has the possibility for parole in 2032. She tried to file for another appeal, but the Kentucky Supreme Court upheld their decision in 2020. Mm -hmm. So I guess if she has good behavior, then she'll be eligible for parole in 2032. That sounds like such a long time. Yeah, I know. I could not imagine just living your life in prison. I know. But it's, it's a crazy story. I mean... She was studying psychology in school, like mm-hmm. so ironic. Yeah, seriously. But that, yeah, that was insane. Yeah, this was definitely different from any case we've ever had. It's really interesting. Yeah, that's so. The dude was like insanely like I don't know like he's achieved a lot at a young age and was yeah, seemed like successful. such a smart guy and yeah. stuff. He seemed nice too, like he didn't want to hurt her. I mean, no, that was that was what I read so much was he was so kind and he just wouldn't shut her down because he didn't want to be mean. Yeah. Uh, and oh gosh, and he 
only hit her up because because he saw a bikini pic on Facebook. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's crazy. This is a really good story, but I feel so bad. I know. It's it's just really sad to know that like relationships can get to that point. Yeah. I mean, that has to be like a 0.1% of <laughs> relationships in the world that would ever end like that. You'd be surprised. It happens a lot more common than you think. That's crazy. It's it's sad. Mm. But yeah, so that was this week's episode. Yeah, really interesting one. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting psychology kind of an aspect to it. I think um, along with the narcissist diagnosis, they also said that she might have borderline personality disorder. Okay. So, so she can just sort of snap back and forth. Or? Yeah, like, I'm not 100 percent sure on like the exacts of it or like mm-hmm. how she has it because it can be unique to probably yeah. everybody. But yeah, just she wasn't in the right state of mind when she did all this. But I just don't think it justifies what happened for sure. No, never. But yeah, so. <laughs> I guess now to go on to a lighter note, um, we have our question of the day of the week. Yes. Yeah. And we want to keep these interesting. So again, if you guys want to send us questions, (laughs) go for it. Yeah. But um, we decided since we are doing a lot of traveling right now and usually the holiday season brings a lot of traveling, the question is, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? And why? Am I going first? Yeah, you can go first. I'd say, at least in this stage of my life, Japan. (laughs) Just because the snowboarding is amazing. The culture seems like really cool, really different. Um, And the food I know is amazing. From firsthand stories, or not from firsthand, but like from stories from people I know that have lived there, who have visited there, everything above, like they they all love it. Like food, culture. I mean, it's just a really cool place. But yeah, I would love to l- at least go visit there one day for a solid month or something. <laughs> yeah, I know the time. food would be so good. Yeah, I love sushi <laughs> and ramen and ramen. Mm-hmm. And that and all the matcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are obsessed with matcha. I am. So good. Yeah, what about you? Hmm. I mean, it's so hard to pick just one. I know, that's why. Yeah. I said short at least short term, like yeah. live there for a little bit. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess going off of that, I think I would say London. Oh, that's a good one. I would live there too, yeah. There's so much to do. There's so many places you can go see in the nearby area. Mm -hmm. There's like super, super old, interesting history mixed with like new, modern places. So I feel like that would just be a very good environment for me. That does sound, that is a good one. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. I was watching um, a travel vlog the other day. And they were in London, and I was just 
in awe. There's so many cool places. The restaurants, the bars, they're so mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. One of the places they went was like this cheese conveyor belt restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's like cheese, like a fancy cheese and like something to pair it with, like mm -hmm. a type of cracker or like a, not like a sauce, but you know what I mean. Something yeah, yeah. you would pair with cheese. Yeah. And it just comes around a conveyor belt. And when we go to London, we have to go there. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to go in February. Yes. So that will be fun. That will be very exciting. Yeah. I love it. But yeah. yeah that so. is a good one. I agree with that one. I would do that <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. So that's our little fun travel updates and what we'd like to do someday. Yeah, and let us know where you guys would like to live. Yeah, I know. I feel like everybody has somewhere so different or unique, like their reasonings as to why. Mm -hmm. So let us know. We'd love to talk to you and keep the conversations going. Yeah. But yeah, thank you all so much again for all of your support. We really could not do this without you guys. Um, I'm pretty sure at the day I'm recording this, we're only like... 70 downloads away from 2000 so absolutely by the time this is up yeah we'll be at over 2000 downloads you guys that's so insane yeah this is so exciting i feel like we just hit a thousand so yeah it's definitely we're already up, up to 2000 which is awesome <laughs> i'm so excited so yeah. thank you all and we will talk to you very soon yes everyone have a great week see you next monday goodbye everyone bye <laughs>